This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. And today, Marcelo um, Cousins joins us on the line to talk about some of the implications that COVID-19 has on employment here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Of course, quite a complex issue and implications for employers and employees alike. Hey, thanks for joining us uh, to talk about this really important topic. There's been um, a real myriad of changes, hasn't there, been brought into effect through the impacts of this virus? Yes, there has. So with um, obviously the different alert levels for businesses, um, lots of different restrictions have been put in place. So um, level one, we've just seen business as usual and obviously level two is a change from that um, with all businesses being able to operate if they can do so safely. Um, and in those in that um, capacity, workers should be keeping one metre distance and wearing the face masks um, in certain jobs, such as those that are customer-facing, um, and then also the number of workers um, might have needed to be cut down in order to safely ensure the physical um, distancing. And then obviously if you're a customer in places like retail stores and supermarkets, um, that two-metre distancing should be occurring there. And we've seen, of course, uh, more stringent restrictions in place through levels three and four. And I, those two, like every other uh, provision uh, under the COVID-19 restrictions, do change a little bit over time. You need to stay on top of them, right? Yeah, obviously, with um, having Delta, the new strain, there's been um, some changes happening and all of it, obviously, it comes down to um, being business dependent. Um, so if you need further information, the COVID-19 government website has all the specifics um, that they can provide you with, um, depending on what industry you're in and uh, whether you're allowed to function um, as an um, alert level 4 service or not. Now, clearly, with so many restrictions in place. This is around maintaining the health and well-being of the workforce as well as those who visit um, places of employment. What? Where are the teeth here? What are the penalties if the provisions that are um, set out are not adhered to? So pretty much um, the government brought in the COVID-19 Public Health Response Act 2020, um, which sets out offences relating to compliance orders specifically in Section 26. So um, for an imprison- there's an imprisonment for a term not exceeding six months or a fine not exceeding $4,000 for an offence intentionally failing to comply with a COVID-19 order and then an infringement fee of $300 or a fine imposed by a court not exceeding $1,000 for any infringement notice. This is pretty much when someone does anything specified as an infringement offence under the Act. So those two penalties... Um, can be seen, and I believe they have been seen um, popping up across New Zealand recently. Now, Marcella, more New Zealanders than not, I would say, have been working from home at some stage through this pandemic. Um, What obligations come along with that? So pretty much with working from home, your employer must be complying with things like continuing to pay you as normal, supporting you in terms of the equipment you need um, while working at home, 
remaining in regular contact with you. That's super important. And ensuring that you have opportunities to stay in contact with your workmates. So pretty much just keeping your mental health and well-being at the forefront um, of this COVID pandemic. But you are able to go into your workplace to collect certain equipment if you do need to. But obviously there are restrictions and rules in place. So it's important to contact your employer before you um, go onto the site. Tell us a little bit more about the obligation of employers in terms of um, protecting the rights of employees at this time. Yeah, so pretty much um, whether you are working from home or an essential um, service, um, your employer has to consider your health and safety and take every step possible. Um, This should include providing obviously some protective equipment and making sure that that physical distance is in space, which with the alert levels... um, as I said before, they mean they have to um, keep some of you working from home just to keep that safe distance. But if you do believe your work is unsafe, you can um, inform them of that and stop working. But obviously, um, everyone's trying to slow the effect of COVID-19 and keep each other safe, which are the obligations of the employers and employees. Um, so pretty much with regular employment law, it still applies to all employment relationships and um, they must comply with the minimum employment standards. So pretty much this is just acting in good faith, not misleading or being deceptive and just um, keeping everything that is in your employment agreement intact as well as um, all those um, obligations under the Employment Relations Act. Uh, certain things also they should be doing is... Um, doing their best to pay employees 80% of their normal salary and wages. Um, they can't be changing anything in your employment agreement without um, consulting with you first and getting a written signature on that. Um, they can't stop paying you as a result of COVID. Um, I assume that might be happening a bit, um, but they have to continue to honour their um, the employment agreement that you're in. Um, when it comes to this, they can, however, make you redundant, um, but this should only occur if there are no suitable um, alternative arrangements um, that they have found and with that comes the possibility of redundancy entitlements which may be included in your employment agreement so definitely good to have a look at that if you have been made redundant. Tell us a little bit more about um, the obligations around uh, any change to employment agreements. So, um, yeah, with the change um, to employment agreements, unless both the employer and the employee have agreed to it and writing and um, they've done so um, in good faith consultation and um, by that written agreement signed by both parties, um, they pretty much can't make any changes. Um, the changes that they may want to make and could include things such as changes to wage rate, um, changes to your hour of, hours of work and um, changes to the nature of your work, but of course, you as the employee would have to agree to that as well. What about leave and pay entitlements? Um, so with these, um, they've been popping up quite a bit. Um, the employer should be discussing whether that your employee can work normally, how much work is available and how to ensure that you're working safely, whether this be at home or in your usual place of work. So pretty much the continued obligations, similar to the ones before, to keep in regular contact with the employees and to act in good faith. And with these um, leave and pay entitlements, um, they're very situational. It depends on um, the type of situation you are. So just an example, if you're working from home, the employee should be paying you as normal. Um, Things such as if the employee is sick or caring for a dependent who is sick, the employee can use existing sick leave entitlements. And if that's not available, 
paid special leave should be considered um, all the parties can agree other leave is taken but all that kind of leave should be um, complied with under the um, Holidays Act 2003. Now there are various forms of financial assistance that have kicked in at various levels through this. This gets a bit complicated too doesn't it? Tell us a little bit more about this. Yep, so pretty much I can cover three quickly today. So there's the wage subsidy, which is to ensure that all businesses are still able to pay their workers and protect their businesses through level three and four. So that's pretty much why the scheme was created. It's available to um, eligible businesses, organisations and self-employed peoples. So payments for this are $600 per week per full-time employee and $359 per week per part-time employee. And the same pricing goes for the leave support scheme, which is um, someone who is told by a health official to self-isolate and therefore cannot work from home. And it's important that if you think your employee has been receiving the subsidiary payments and not passing these on to the employees, there is an employer search on work and income government site which will show you whether your employee has been receiving these payments. Um, next we have the resurgent support payment which is um, from inland revenue. So this is a, not a loan, it does not need to be repaid and the purpose of it is to help businesses cover costs such as wages, fixed costs, rent, those sort of things and you do need your New Zealand business number to apply for that. Um, so pretty much for businesses and organisations that are experiencing a 30% drop in revenue or a 30% decline in capital raising ability over a seven-day period following an alert level increase. And this is compared to a typical seven-day period in the six weeks before the alert level increase. Um, the revenue decline must be a result of the alert level change, not just COVID in general. And also with that one, it's important to note that the business must also have been in operation for at least six months and with this one, the resurgent support payment and the wage subsidy, you can get both at the same time. And then a third is the short-term absence payment and so this is available at all alert levels to workers who are waiting for COVID-19 test results. In order to be eligible for this, um, the worker needs to be unable to work from home therefore missing work while awaiting their results back. And with this one, there is the one-off payment of $359 for each eligible worker. So there's a lot there, isn't there, to take in, not only for uh, employers, but for employees as well. Of course, employers have been, will have been working through all, all of this, trying to get it right. Employees uh, also wanting, of course, to make sure that they're not missing out on any entitlement that they might have. I can recall the conversation with Community Law Otago that we had around the first lockdown and Community Law Otago was very busy fielding fielding inquiries anyway around all of this stuff uh, and I imagine it's not easy at a time when you can't access face-to-face meetings and things like that to deal with all of that. Has it been uh, busy again this time? Yeah, so... Um Obviously, community laws there to help those in the community. And yeah, with these types of things, obviously they can be quite complex because they are um, quite subjective and who can and can't get access to certain subsidies, eligibility and that kind of thing. So it's great to see people coming in and um, wanting to make sure that they're getting their entitlements and that they're not um, having those obligations and things like that abused by employers because... Obviously, it can be quite hard to navigate with all the different financial assistance and different 
alert level changes and all those kind of things coming into play. Yeah, a lot of information to take in and uh, the things that Marcel has covered for us today, you can find more detail about from the relevant government websites. So COVID19.govt.nz has good links through to information to support employers and employees. It's a good place to start. Community Law Otago there for you also if you want to um, f- uh, throw some questions by them uh, if you think perhaps that uh, you're not getting the entitlements that you're due or if there has been an issue with your employment that doesn't sit right with you, um, you can always take some good advice from the team there. Marcella, thanks so much for taking some time to walk us through that today. No worries. Thank you. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474-1922 or 0800-169-333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the law faculty, University of Otago, training for life. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.